Hi, I'm Roz, your Cosmos Connector, connecting you to all things magical, mystical, healing, and artistic. Today on the show, I've got Happy Lovebird, finally. My good buddy, Rob Miller, is on the show, just dropping some words of wisdom and talking about his his childhood, background, um, the things that he had to conquer in order to become the really cool person he is today and the things that he still struggles with. So it's a, a really great conversation that I got to have with my best friend. Um, and it was so cool that he was out here a few weeks ago for Comic-Con. So we actually got to meet in person. And hopefully soon I'll be able to meet more internet friends because I just have so many and so many friends all over the world. Um, but because of COVID and monkeypox, geez. Ah, oh, it's, it's a fun time to be alive. Anyhow, um, I'm actually recording this right now on the 8-8 Lionsgate portal. Ooh, a great day for manifestation. Um, and just focusing, I think it's really a good day to focus in on what you want, especially as the full moon that hits, um, on the 11th, this Thursday is really going to have us very much examine our relationships, who we're bringing with us, who we're letting go, um, or what we're letting go of. And um, so we've got some powerful energies going on. I think right now, Venus is, um, oppo- is opposite Pluto. So Venus is in Cancer right now. She likes being there. It's nice. Um, but it's opposing Pluto and Capricorn. So we're really, again, all of this energy is making us look at our relationships. You know, that's what Venus rules. Pluto transforms that energy. Um, we've got that full moon in Aquarius hitting us um, on Thursday at 19 degrees. So it's kind of looking at our community. Um, what are we rebelling against too? And we've got Aquarius's ruler Uranus still in Taurus. So, you know, we're kind of looking, examining ourselves, our values, our, what we love, all that stuff. So it's a big purge of energy. I feel like, um, most of my friends today and clients, they've all been like, it was the same text or message or uh, DMs today. What's going on? I feel chaotic. I feel crazy. I feel unstable. And that, yeah, I was just talking to people and also sharing how I'm feeling too. I'm feeling very out of sorts with all the changes that have been happening for me since April and really looking at how I can find more stability in my life. Um, so you guys aren't alone, but I think the hard part too, for me anyway, is like doing all this spiritual work. I feel very connected to my guides and angels and what is unseen, but like connecting to like physical friends in this reality has been really challenging because a lot of my close buddies are <laughs> not in the state or country, <laughs> um, so trying to really keep those connections, even though I can't be in the same physical space as people, um, kind of makes me feel, it's just different. And I think we're all learning how to do things differently 
different than our parents or even me growing up as Gen X. Um, I think we first started getting some of these inclinations of things were going to be really different. Um, you know, my, my father worked at the airline for 35 years and, you know, people that I know that are that boomer generation, or I think it's a silent generation before that. Um, they just worked a job and stayed in relationships and did the thing and didn't understand how to change. I think a lot of their energy is, um, Pluto in Leo. So it's very fixed energy. It's very hard to transform a lion's mind. Uh, and so they just worked hard and they were very loyal to one thing and one idea. And it's very hard for them to see things in a different way. Um, and so we're all kind of going through that and learning how to do things differently. Everything seems to have changed even, you know, with COVID in the last couple of years. Yeah, I do meet a lot of people, a lot of friends online. This is kind of this age of Aquarius that's being ushered in, but we're kind of at the the starting point. So it's all like the first day of school or even like the first day at a new school where you don't know anybody. <laughs> You're trying to find a friendly face um, and it might not come or it might not look the way it's always looked or how you've always expected it to look. So just keeping an open mind with all these changes and, and then the expectations of, yeah, how is, I don't know, how is life supposed to be versus how life is being presented to you? There's lots of good options and alternatives out there. Um, so yeah, that full moon is at 19 degrees and 19 degree is a Libra degree. So again, looking at those relationships um, and how we want to connect with each other. Let's see what else is coming down the pipeline for our astrology. Um, oh yeah. So, you know, Mercury is the planet that retrogrades every year, every, is it three months or so? Um, but we also have some other personal planets that retrograde, including Mars and Venus, and they retrograde every 18 months to two years. And so we are going to have, um, Mars is going to retrograde this year. So that means it's going to move into Gemini, August 20th, through March 25th of 2023, because of that retrograde. So typically, Mars will stay in a sign for like, a month and a half. Um, but because of the retrograde that hits it on October 30th, it'll move backwards. <laughs> Somewhat, you know, not, but it'll look like it'll move backwards. You know how retrogrades work. Um, <laughs> and so from October 30th to January 12th, we're going to have this Mars energy retrograde. Mars is our drive, our sexual needs, our anger, could be war, could be like bravery, inspiration. It's, it rules Aries, but also Scorpio um, traditionally. But Mars in Gemini, which is my uh, natal placement, we have to learn to watch our words and not be so aggressive with them. I'm so grateful for all my Libra nests that kind of softens some of that energy. Um, but I was watching um, Brocka Goldsmith on YouTube. She's I've been following her for gosh, 10 years or something. Um, and she 
she's changed her name. Um, but she's got a wonderful videos. Typically I like them because they're short and sweet. Um, and not rambling like me, <laughs> but she has some really, um, great insight on what this could be. And also ask some interesting questions about what we as a astrological community or anybody in this curious about astrology, um, thinks that this has in store for us. Um, you know, Mars I talked about is our drive, but Gemini is our early childhood relationships, how we learn, you know, that's the house of siblings, the house of communication, um, that Gemini rules. Um, what's the other thing that I'm totally blanking on? Uh, travel, little, little trips and things. So we could be, you know, having this energy, this childlike innocence to learn new things or to go back and study um, something that's sparked our interest. Um, we could be reflecting too on um, our motivations. And it, I think for my brain, my thinking, this, uh, when it goes retrograde, I think we'll be thinking about how our words and our actions manifest Everybody's talking about manifestation, but we have to really um, be clear on our thoughts and, and how we want to, how we're thinking, how our stinking thinking sometimes takes over and kind of stops us from doing what we want to do or finding the right path for ourselves. Um, so I'm, it's going to be interesting to have such a long retrograde in Gemini and um, how it's going to come across for people um, and what that's going to look like for everyone and our governments and worlds. And yeah, so anyhow, that is a little bit of cosmos news, I guess. So that's August 20th through March of next year. So fun. Um, I, I, we're just having all these great transits to help us um, clear out a lot of this old energy, a lot of old thinking. And I know it all feels very uncomfortable, but that's part of the human experience, right? Um, of course, you can reach out to me or any of my wonderful guests if you need help. I do Reiki online and help with guided meditations. Um, please reach out to Bethany the Psychic or Melanie or Molly's Astrology. <laughs> Jasmine, like there's so many people, um, Bruce Wayne astrology, like I know we're getting astro notes by Denise, eighth house siren. Like there's so many of us, um, in this community that maybe could bring some clarity to the confusing situations or, you know, a lot of times we're not necessarily confused. We just need like confirmation or a validation of how we're feeling. And so when you get your birth chart done or a tarot reading, I also do that. Um, it just helps a little bit to go like, yeah, my gut was telling me this and now the cards or my astrology or this guided meditation that I'm, you know, on. Yeah, that's making sense. And so you can, you know, maneuver life a little bit easier, I guess, because a lot of things are a little tricky right now. Um, so anyway, that those are my thoughts. And um, now I just want to introduce my best friend. Rob Miller, he's an artist from Minneapolis. He's an illustrator. He does video editing. 
Um, he has three wonderful cats that I just adore. Um, and we met, uh, gosh, in January, no, March of 2020, somewhere in there, right, right during the pandemic. Um, but online, we were taking a children's writing course and we just happened to get paired into the same critique group and we've been good friends ever since. So, and then, um, we collaborated on a project doing all the uh, astrological signs and so I wanted to talk to him about his background and his process of being an artist and trying to maintain balance because it can be a bit stressful when you are creative and work for yourself and we have a lot of similarities. Um, so this is my interview with Rob Miller, and I hope you enjoy. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. I've been wanting you on for so long because we did this super collaboration of the Zodiac signs, but also we're like best friends. Yeah. I forced the best friend part. No, I'm kidding. Hey, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's all good. I think it was a good uh, project for us to to work on or for me to have you as a consultant and I, I did uh I did most of the work but you uh you had some good tips in there for me uh keep me uh on track yeah it was fun to work with you because you're such like a noob I mean uh like you don't know any you didn't really know anything about zodiac signs yeah no right? the astrology I just know like the, the base level about all of it you know right like your sun sign is Capricorn I remember I think it was one of my first episodes when I, it was, this was still astrology airheads and I, I just bagged on Capricorn so much mm. because there's so many that I don't like. Mm, that's, <laughs> I've changed your opinion. I hope for no, us Capricorns. Not, not, not a lot. You haven't changed. Oh, oh, dang it. <laughs> no, I loved how the universe was like, here's the nicest Capricorn right here for you. And I was Ooh. like, dang it. Now I'm going to have to like some of them. Yeah. Give us a chance, you know, just give us uh, goat fish people a chance. Yeah. I think you guys are just so good at things and you're, you can be a little single-minded as far as like your career. Cause you guys rule that house and you're good at that stuff. Um, and I needed, I needed more of that information. Sorry, oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? I was busy uh, thinking about myself for a minute there and I, Days off. Uh. <laughs> I was talking about your career. Like the first time we really like officially interacted outside of our writing group, mm -hmm. you sent me like a template of how to make a t-shirt design for like if I wanted to do. <laughs> and I just yeah. thought it was the cutest, nicest thing. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think it, it's it's not as hard once you know you get all the steps down, and I think that's. That's why there's just so many people selling uh, shirts nowadays, because uh, once you figure it out, it's pretty darn easy. And I just wanted to help you because you are you do artwork as well. So, I yeah. thought, okay, you throw some of your cool art on shirts and then you can uh, you can make tens of tens of dollars like me. <laughs> I'm a hundred air. I, I, I hope you know and I hope anyone listening knows that. Yeah, I make hundreds of hundreds of dollars once yeah. in a while. Yeah, no, and you're super humble about it. And that's why I like you so much because you're just like, you still like 
amongst the common people, you know, even though you've got, I saw your wallet, just like tens of dollars. Just a ten, ten just dollar a ten. bill. Just yeah. one of, you fold a 10 a couple of times and throw some ones in there. It looks yeah. like you have a lot of money. But so humble. Thank you. <laughs> so I should probably ask you some actual questions. I did want to talk a little bit about like your history because everybody on this show right now, we've all got some we're all on some spiritual quest and we've all had some sort of trauma in our background. And I think it, those painful moments can kind of be healed through our art. Um, mm -hmm. you're, you're a wonderful artist. And, and so I wanted to talk about that and like, oh no, a little bit of your, I, what's the right word? Maybe some of your challenges as a kid or in your twenties and, and how you've mm -hmm. used art to help get you through perhaps sure yeah um well you know uh, i i'm from a dysfunctional family but saying that um i think it sounds like uh basically saying a normal family because every family seems yeah. to be dysfunctional very much like how many families do you know that don't have a little little dysfunction going on you know mm -hmm. it's so maybe i came from a normal family um Ooh, yes a normal dysfunctional uh family my i have a long line of alcoholics and uh some chemical users in my family tree yeah um so, same uh, you know uh, breaking out of um what could be a cycle of becoming an alcoholic or um you know going to that were rather. you around that a lot as a kid well like yeah drinking? my dad uh he, he was a truck driver so he was gone quite a bit but when he was home he was uh, uh you know he stopped by his second home which was his his bar the bar he always <sighs> went to wow then he yeah. would come come home um and uh you know you you kind of learn to gauge people's emotional state by watching out for yourself mm -hmm. like oh is he in a good mood is he in a bad mood is he sad like you have to you know, I think that's part of uh, maybe what helped me become empathic is I always had to Absolutely. gauge my safety. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He wasn't uh, physically abusive, but he he was uh, emotionally abusive and and uh, you know scared uh, my mm -hmm. brother and sister and my mom um, could be quite violent, um, throwing things, breaking things, and just uh, yeah made made you a bit scared and terrified. Um, yeah. Yeah. Especially when they're, you know, dads are so big usually, you know? Yeah. 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 He would, uh, you know, grab us and lift us off the ground. And, and when you're a little kid and you're lift off the ground, that's like, I don't know, I'm six, three now. So that'd be the equivalent if somebody left, lift me up about 12 feet and oh, was, was going right. to drop me, you know, like, oh, right. scary. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So did that kind of, dealing with all of that kind of inner turmoil you turn to like alcohol and drugs or what well, happened yeah later on like um into like maybe a couple times in junior high but you know high school through my early 20s was was all about that you know i, I got into art to try to escape you know mm -hmm. go into my own world or you know daydream and fantasize about being an artist and you know uh, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of a safe place. Yeah, because you've been drawing since you're a little guy, like two, three, like you're yeah. you always knew you had this gift of 
being an artist? Well, I don't know. I, you know, in hindsight, I mean, I always said since I was two, I wanted to be an artist, but yeah. I think, you know, if you got nice family and friends, they're kind of like cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. And then like some of the art I did, you know, was probably just okay. <laughs> well, you're too. You're too. Like, well, I mean, even into like, you know, uh, being a younger kid, you know, and you see like, my mom kept quite a few of my sketches. I, I've been she meaning did. to scan some of them. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. That's my, so I'd cool. rather have some of them live in my head and then you see what they were like and you're like, oh, you know. But that encouragement is so. Yeah. The encouragement fun. is you know, to feel like you have potential, you know, and that's right. important. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because those little things can get shut down so easily in families, um, mm-hmm. especially when there's a hard parental energy that, you know, wants to shut that off or gets jealous, you know, because you do have such amazing talent and sometimes parents don't like that. They don't want the spotlight taken off of them. So, yeah, it's just trying to find your own thing that you can get lost in is good. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, junior high, you know, I, I had, uh, we moved uh, from, from uh, we were living in Bloomington, Minnesota, then we moved to Burnsville. So not a huge move, just mm-hmm. over the river, right, uh, you know, around that age, 12 to 13. It's just kind of awkward, I think, anyway, for a lot of kids. Yeah. Oh, yes. Going into junior high or, you know, from, uh, from a middle school. And I was a bit of an introvert, didn't talk much. So I didn't really meet people um, I'm too shocked. easily. I'm yeah. shocked. No, because you're so yeah, chatty, yeah. <laughs> especially when you were out here. I think you talk to everybody and you're so confident and all that. So It's all an act. It's <laughs> all an act. No. I don't know. I think it's easier to talk to people when you find common thread and interests. Mm-hmm. Some people you just gel with more. So like people out there, you know, a lot of your friends are uh, – uh, you know, open-minded and artistic. So it was easier to yeah. jump in and, and uh, feel comfortable with them. You were even talking to the pedicab girl, though, although she was adorable. Um, uh, yeah, no comment. <laughs> no comment on, on the pedicab girl. She's just a young no. 20-year-old blonde girl. No comment. I, I played the fifth. We will edit that out. No, yeah, that's edit the, this part out. This is yeah, going to be no. the quote that I pulled, the pull quote. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. That's great. Smarmy artist. <laughs> Checking out 20 year old blonde girl. Shock. I, Shocking. You I were not. Just, you were just talking to her because she was just, an artist too. She was an artist, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I was just trying to be encouraging and um, she didn't even break a sweat though. And she wasn't she out didn't. of breath. She's like, yeah, so. <laughs> And what's going on, you guys? <laughs> where are we going? I don't know where yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was adorable. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll edit all that out. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> keep it. Keep it. Why not? Who cares? <laughs> Maybe she'll listen. Shout out to uh, Elena. Alana. Elena. Elena. Alana. How you doing? Um. Uh, yeah. What were we talking about? We we're talking about uh, like uh. I was uh, junior high. I moved high, to yeah. to a different city, so I had to make new friends, and uh, yeah, it was awkward uh, for a while. But then, luckily, I had a nice teacher who introduced me to a guy I'm still friends with today, um, Tom mm-hmm. Nguyen, and uh, we bonded over our art. And you know, I, I always felt like I was the best artist in class. Yeah, you know, kind of you get that little kid mind frame where you're like, yeah, I'm the best artist. Right. And Everybody I met comes Tom to you for art. Yeah. Yeah. Draw me something. I'm like. <laughs> 
then uh then i met tom i'm like well i'm gonna probably just pack it up here <laughs> what else can i do this guy is the real deal he's good so tom is very talented i was so excited that i got to meet your best friend at comic-con yeah always encouraging always a nice guy stays incredibly humble works his tail off so he's a good example of of a, of a good working comic book artist he's always practicing and hustling and yeah. And kind and, you know, um, me being a woman in kind of this male dominated world of art and comics and things, he's a nice person. Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't feel too yeah. weird around him because sometimes guys are just weird. Either they think you're not a real fan of comics or something, but he just never yeah. got off that vibe. He's always really sweet. So. Shout out well, and you being a, a San Diego native, you've been there several times and you probably could school most people about uh, the ins and outs of Sometimes yeah. when my brain works. Yeah, I think, I, yeah. I think I'm up to almost like the high, and I'm in the high teens as far as going to com- Comic-Con. And this is a Comic-Con international, you guys. So this isn't, this is yeah. the big show. The it's the real deal. Monster. The big deal. Yeah. Uh, maybe rivaled by the New York Comic Con, but everything else is hmm. pales in yeah. comparison, which yeah. is terrifying. Um, <laughs> so many people. Oh. Yeah. So that's cool that you met Tom and you guys bonded yeah. over art and um Well, yeah, and then I I've met some other people that uh kind of, you know, uh, you know, expanded my friend circle. Um and then you know having the the normal dysfunctional family like i had i i kind of had uh i don't know i guess you wouldn't know it as a kid imposter syndrome like i don't really belong or i this yeah. you know this doesn't seem right for some reason so That's... then I, I met another guy who had, he moved to town you know just a year after me so and he came from a more similar family background and then we started getting into more trouble so oh where we had bad influences on each other or, I don't know started uh you know smoking um started uh doing other stuff you know other you know like pot and drinking in there yeah. and drinking more and more and then you know we experimented with uh LSD oh my gosh and uh we may have had um you know, a little bit of meth uh, from time to time. So yeah, it was kind of, I have all my teeth still. I, I do have And they're my, perfect. Capricorns, you guys rule the teeth, the bones. So my most teeth. expensive thing I ever have is my mouth. All these damn dental. Uh, oh, have you had a lot know. of dental work? Did you have I braces? Mean, no, I never braces. Oh, no. same. <laughs> we can edit this part out. Or sponsored or- by Crest. Crest for whitening, recommended by nine out of ten dentists. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with that one dentist, right? I don't know. Well, I think he just why. likes baking soda. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fascinating interview with my friend Rob about teeth. Just all over the place. We're just uh, yeah. This is kind of how our conversations fine. go. So um, yeah, yeah. As uh, it's never a straight pass. line. Yeah. No, no, we're we'll get back to the point mm. of all this, which sure. Is, and there was one, right? Ah, no, no, there's no point. In, oh, okay. Yeah, there's a point to this. Oh, um, yeah, there always is something. something. Yeah, like you, you've gone through this journey of like not really 
knowing um, how to deal with some of these emotions and kind of trying out the substance route. Yeah. So doing uh, that stuff for a long time and, you know, my, my dad would, you know, give drunk wisdom from time to time and say things like, you know, don't start hanging out with the wrong crowd. You know, you don't want to mess with stuff, getting thrown in jail and stuff. But then, you know, it never dawned on me that, you know, my friends and my peers that I'm hanging out with, we're the, the wrong crowd. We're oh. the bad stuff. It's like, yeah, we'll keep our eye out. <sighs> for know. the bad guy. Yeah, for the bad guys. Yeah, I don't kids. see any of them ask me that long. <laughs> Um, you know, not, you know, occasional recreational use, I think is fine with, you know, some of these things that are more safe Mm -hmm. and, you know, to each their own. But for me, I found that, uh, in time I had to, um, just not do, uh, any of these things. I have enough wacky chemicals going around shooting off in my head, or maybe I don't need to do this stuff. Like for me, I, I started feeling it was, um, counterproductive. You know, okay. Like I started realizing some of these friends I was hanging out with, um, you know, the only thing we had in common was, was partying and having, you know, not healthy ways of dealing with our emotions and our situations. And we felt hopeless. So, yeah. we, you know, that's why we distracted ourselves or, you know, dealt with it through, you know, whatever we were doing at the time. Uh, yeah, my my uh, best friend at that time, and like in high school, he was he was a dealer. So we were slinging bags of yayo. What is that? Marijuana. Oh, I've never heard it. I've heard I yeah. me straight like I don't you know. know. <laughs> yeah. no, it's all good. There's so many names you can call it. So uh, oh, okay, somebody will know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, the Mary Jane. Uh, yeah. yeah. Somebody offered me marijuana when I moved up to San Francisco when I was about 19. And she was just, hey, Ashbury, she was just like, bud. And I was like, hey, bud. Bud? I'm like, how you doing? And then I just kept walking like I'm that kind of naive. As she was perplexed. Yeah. She, yeah, she oh, was. She just boy. kind of went off in her vacant yeah Yeah, like oh what a (laughs) dork oh yeah yeah i've had people say oh yeah we didn't offer you anything because you're like too much of a nerd or a good girl and i was just like okay thank you i think that's a positive that's a you know (laughs) i'm a narc that's you're a narc freaking man (laughs) don't go by her she'll narc you totally i just i was too clueless i was reading books yeah. and stuff so i didn't really well i wish i had be book learned it more i was an okay student the only class i ever did good in was art yeah and uh but you're really I, I went smart. through an alternative oh yeah that's right sorry i but yeah, i just no. you're a smart kid anyway go ahead <laughs> i i fake it and you know, one of these days i'll make it i'll you know. yeah i uh halfway through uh high school i went to an alternative school and i think that was a good and a bad mm-hmm. you know because... this was uh, yeah back in the 90s you know these alternative schools like up here um you know either it was like girls who got pregnant oh yeah problems with drugs mm-hmm. or you know and i was uh you know a, kind of a troublemaker but not really my my guidance counselor was in, incredibly 
understanding and awesome. I went and asked him if I could go to the alternative school. And he said, yeah, I mean, if that, you know, we talked about it for a bit and he huh. made it happen. And yeah, it, it was a different experience going from, you know, a full day of classes to, uh, you know, two classes, two longer classes with smoke breaks built in. And we, wow. Smoke and play hacky sack and hacky sack. Oh, I was still terrible at that. Listening to the Smashing Pumpkins or Nirvana <laughs> or like uh, whoever else you know was alternative type. type oh, Pearl Jam, metal. Or Nirvana, Pearl Jam, some Corn, Metallica. Yeah. I was way into Metallica, Metallica Slayer, Pantera, ah, totes, like oh, yes. all these. Yeah, Queens Reich. Uh, no I'm kidding. Sorry. Uh, maybe, maybe here and there. Touch. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah no um you're what a year and a half younger than me so we're definitely not pretty we have close. a lot of shared kind of generational experiences and musical think, yeah. Tests. yeah 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 uh, yeah so i i i did graduate i was uh six months late and i had five people with me who graduated Woo-hoo. at a small ceremony but technically i'm a, a part of the class of 95 and that's what my diploma says which is okay nice. yeah class of 93 so. oh sorry it's just, <laughs> it just comes out <laughs> um yeah so i you made it out oh yeah i made it out uh, but you know continued hanging with uh, a lot of the same people partying and stuff and then just felt like there was something more something that uh, i wanted to be doing with my life mm-hmm. i was uh sick of the status quo that was going on everyone and i had a couple incidents where i just felt like these people really didn't care if mm. i was there or not yeah. like i had a bad trip so I, we were doing lsd and oh. i just felt like um you know my my veins and stuff like were looking weird and i was feeling uncomfortable kind of ill yeah and i was telling my friends and they were just more concerned about where they were going to go buy a, a bong the next day once stores opened you know the wow no name records or what time is no name up I'm like you guys something's going on here you know maybe I was tripping out or maybe I was you know uh legit having something go on but I mm-hmm. I just felt all right there's no one cares no one cares um and then I I kept distancing myself and I just felt uh they, they didn't seem to care so I just gave myself more space more space yeah uh, decided you know i'm gonna quit doing everything so i quit everything cold turkey and i wow yeah i went and stayed with my grandparents for like a couple weeks to try to quit smoking Mm -hmm. and i was unsuccessful but it was an attempt you know yeah that's huge is this the grandma that's still alive yeah yep she's yep uh yeah so yeah i just just quitting smoking was incredibly hard but once you make lifestyle changes and Mm-hmm. Really focus on it, and I, I, you know, learned some breathing techniques, and just tr- tried and quit until I could stay stopped. Yeah, and smoking is friends with alcohol. Uh, alcohol and smoking, they, like, if you're drinking it, it's alcohol is like, hey, wh- uh, when's the cigarettes going to get here? We're going to have smoke. <laughs> or if you try to smoke pot, you know, the cigarettes and uh, them are not like they're friends as well. Oh, and, yeah. And a cigarette, do you mean? Yeah, cigarettes. Yeah, cigarettes here. You pure pot? Yeah, of course I am. 
Yeah. I'm seeing a little animated thing right now. The soul. <laughs> Hot cigarettes and alcohol. They all want to hang out. They yeah. all want to hang out together. Yeah, and you kind of get stuck in this world with people that have those things. So let me bum a smoke. Let me let's go get a drink. Exactly. It's a culture. And it's it's fine if it works for other people, but my uh personality was uh you know very addictive and mm-hmm. um, it, it wasn't as productive, like I said, uh, for me. And I um, started getting to working out more and more. Uh, and then I found myself wanting to drink and and go to the bar less and less because it felt like I was undoing what I just did. Like if I went to the gym for an hour or two and then I go to the bar for the rest of the night, I'm like, well, why do you even bother working out if I'm just... Yeah. Know? So it was a good good idea to get off the drugs and yeah you know and my brother was actually very um you know uh supportive uh whether he knows it or not he was my my i call him my my big little brother he yeah you know, was very yeah he was very encouraging into working out mm-hmm. and uh you know we'd go work out and then go watch some wwe wrestling yeah we'll be wrestlers let's work out become wrestlers That'd be so I, cool. I think that would have been cool. Like you guys as brothers and you are opposite signs. So you're Capricorn, he's cancer. And it's mm. just such a nice little balance there of, you know, working yeah. together with like your opposite energy. But we could flip and he could be the heel or I could become the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. It must have been fun. Uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, he was a positive influence. And then I just... You know, while I was uh, quitting drinking and I saw this kind of a snowball effect where things got progressively better. Um, I, I do want to mention that, like, not doing drugs kind of felt like I was on drugs, if that oh. makes any sense. Because if you're so used to being um, on these different things, you're like, you know, on a regular basis, it's habitual to be like, OK, I'm going to wake up smoke a little something here go do this you know you kind of get used to you know seeing through the clouds that you create in your own mind yeah yeah that clarity of being seeing things and like oh gosh i i don't have a crutch to uh to lean on when i interact with these people i'm feeling oh anxiety i'm not used to this it was kind of like yeah vibration that awkwardness of of feeling your feelings feeling yeah kind of fake too sometimes yeah. like oh i got a fake like how do i how do how do i act like a normal person here okay so yeah i, I just started to do more uh, physical fitness to you know get healthier with my mm-hmm. body yeah um and then uh, my jobs i was always flipping different jobs here and there and never really felt like i could uh, fit in with the whatever i just didn't have it was rob rob couldn't keep a job <laughs> You know, so, but then this is where um, Tom came back into my life. I ran mm-hmm. into him and he trained me uh, on how to do caricatures. Which are so good. Wow. Oh, thank you. But, uh, he, he, there's a amusement park up here called the Valley Fair. And then we have, of course, the Mall of America up here. Mm-hmm. Um, then Tom worked with me, uh, teaching me and, and believe me, they were terrible in the beginning, just terrible. But he got me far enough along to where I could audition to a guy named uh, Tom Richmond, who runs the concessions up here, the Valley Fair yes. in Mall America. Awesome and guy. He, 
yeah, he's a awesome. Now he's an awesome character artist. He's yes. got potential enough in me to give me a shot. So I started working for him. Uh, I worked for him for about six years doing caricatures at the uh, oh, of America, that. and I also did a you know state fairs and that sort of thing. Yeah, um, which was fun and traveling. You know, I you know I didn't exactly like living in trailers with a bunch of dudes. Bunch of dudes in a trailer. Smelly. Smells and it's so good. Like a smells, vanilla candle. Right. right? Yeah. Or uh, in, a trash in a can. jar with, you know, beer bottles and that <laughs> So you met Tom, which I've met at Comic Con. Yeah. I have one of his. Yeah, he yeah, he's he's a regular at, comic yeah. book artist. You know, somebody uh, came up to the booth and you know, you get people all the time pitching can you do this project or that project? And a lot of times it's just not a good idea, but uh, I, I got a book illustration job off of uh, somebody asking if I could help them out with a project and that, you know, word of mouth led to other projects and you start developing more of a portfolio and then. Uh, yeah. You know, and now can you say what you're working on now? Are Thanks. you allowed? I'm, I, I think I'm allowed. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. You didn't have a sign of NDA. Yeah. Sometimes artists have to do that. Like if well, I, I can't show anything. Okay. But if yeah. this is a podcast. So yeah. I, I've been working on Big Brother, uh, CBS's Big Brother for six years now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm working on the comic book covers. They do a challenge where they have to memorize different comic book covers and it's of the house guests. And so it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, those are really cool. I like seeing those. And yeah, follow Rob's Instagram. Rob Goblin, I think. Well, yeah, I'm, I've kind of broken up my uh, my Instagram into different types of art. I just yeah. felt like it was a good for portfolio reasons. So yeah, Rob Goblin has got more comic book type stuff right. when I post on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which I love. And some of your artwork is really, it's different or like... Um, I don't know, some stuff that even though they're characters that we know and love, you've put your own spin on them, which I really like. Well, thank you. And then I'm I'm working, as you know, because that's how we met is uh, children's book stuff. Yeah. Know. And we've been working on that for a while. And you've got a couple of books you're starting to throw out to people. And I'm excited. Um, yeah. Yeah. For you Hoping to get an push. illustrative agent and um, got a couple three books mainly that I'm submitting out there and a couple in the works. Nice. Yeah. And it's good that you're writing and you're illustrating. Double the money. Double the money. <laughs> Double. I want to be more than a hundred air. I know. I want to be a thousand air. Ooh, well, that's, well, if you believe it, what was that quote that you told me? Oh, geez. It probably started? flipped. It probably yeah. changed the Something about you can have anything you want if you believe it. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, even if you're on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. Ooh. That's another one. Uh, Will Rogers. Will Rogers, the Will cowboy Rogers. guy? That's what he said. I got this app that tells me these things so I can pretend that I came up with it. But no, Will <laughs> Rogers. Yeah, another thing that I think really helped me with my... Um, you know, mental mindset changing, uh, just wanting to improve my life and myself as a person. It's just, I got lucky. I met Michael and Mary Cole. Who, yeah. They're uh, 
educators and motivators that work in the salon industry space. Which is so, so interesting. I wouldn't think yes. those two would go together, but you're working with clients and people and there's so much that is said in between, like, I don't know, my hairstylist and mm. me and just, yeah, I think that motivational um, speaking and connection is really important. So it, entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Like the service industry, I think could have uh, a similar book created for each one of those. Yeah. What, what I, uh, I got from just osmosis being around them, they're very positive people and then collaborating with them on uh, what the illustrations or graphics I was creating for their books were, um, you know, I, I like to uh, understand it and feel what I'm creating for them. So I, I just absorbed it and mm-hmm. um, it just helped feed uh, the, the positive, you know, to make me want to become even a better person and deal with yeah. some of my my uh, shit going on. <laughs> Um, this podcast has kids Sustain. listening, so... Does it? Um, Can you give no. me a... <laughs> uh, no, that's not it. Um, squawk! Aerodactyl, <laughs> yeah. What's it? What's it so working with them was good, and then uh, uh, meeting my, my wife was a positive thing. Oh, for sure. And just, yeah... You know, uh, in time, things can change. You know, the people you hang out with can change. And, um, you know, you, you try to focus on what you need to do. And I think meditation has been good over the past couple of years. I've been doing more meditation. I, I do have some times where I, I'm very consistent. And then I have yes. a couple of days if not. And then I'm like, oh, do you feel it? Off. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you can get... If you've meditated, do you feel more connected to when you're doing your artwork? Like, because sometimes it feels like the energy just flows better, like writing or anything creative. If I've Mm. meditated, um, it comes to me a a bit faster. Is that your experience or have you noticed? I think so. I think it definitely does. um, Yeah, there's times when I don't feel like my my mind and body are connected. Mm -hmm. You know, I just feel a little off. So um meditation and sometimes just a lot of caffeine <laughs> for me coffee holic as a gemini rising i understand that um yeah i got a lot of nervous extra energy so you know coffee just tastes good too you know some people it tastes terrible i think it tastes just wonderful no and you left some here when you were visiting oh. so thank you enjoy yeah I have, I have. It's so Sumatra, a nice old rich blend. <laughs> I know nothing about coffee, but this one tastes good. So nice. just like astrology, you have no idea, but <laughs> I don't know much, but what I do know is it's pretty cool. Is it? Uh, yeah. What what's the what's the coolest part? Is, is this because you're like a Capricorn? Is, is that why you're like, because I'm the coolest sign? Well, I think for me, um, you know, I get a little lost in, and you know, when you're saying Gemini rising, Mercury, this and that, the, these things yeah. are happening. I, it's yeah. a lot for me to, I'm, I'm, I'll get there maybe at some point and understand, but the iconography or the, the yeah. pictures that go with the, you know, like the symbology of it all is very interesting and intriguing. Yeah, um, absolutely. Okay. So your favorite sign? Um, 
Well, can I can't say Capricorn. You can. Um, I, I think what what I would say is the ones that are more figural, that that, that I personified like a human type of human yes. thing. Yeah. Those were, you know, like more fun. Um, yeah. So, okay. I'm going to go through. Um, Virgo was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, the detail of that and the, the virgin type of iconography. Is that a word? Of, I think mean, it, it works. Making that up. Um, yeah. I, I think you guys should check that one out. It's just a really beautiful portrait of a uh, woman's face. Um, and then we've got Libra, which I'm wearing. And you all know I'm a Libra. Stellium. Um, but <sighs> Rob's interpretation with the, the angel wings and the scales of balance on that. And it being kind of like an outer space because it's such an air sign, and I always feel like I'm way out there, um, <laughs> and I and I need a little balance to kind of keep me grounded. So I thought that was a really beautiful one. Um, Sagittarius also one of my favorites. Like I skipped Scorpio, mm. but I think just because maybe because I'm biased as a Sag rising, and I've always mm. loved centaurs and horses, and that one, I yeah, I, I enjoyed that one a lot. Um, Thanks. let's see Capricorn we'll skip that one um, all the others hey. we'll skip. <laughs> well, you know with the Capricorn one I don't know if it, it it's because I am a Capricorn and mm-hmm. that's it's a personality trait but doing the scales on the tail and it's not quite exactly how I want it but I, I rigored on that so much like mm-hmm. what types of scales and how the orientation of them and you know are they flowing in the right way on that tail that wraps around and I was like, oh, this is probably a trait of being a Capricorn, being this persnickety about it. Ah, you're so persnickety. Oh my gosh. That's a good word, actually. Absolutely. My son has a Capricorn moon and he is second grade teacher called him persnickety um, for sure. Yes. And then my other favorite is Gemini. And oddly enough, I bought your Gemini shirt for two Gemini. So they're the twins. Um, mm. And that I thought was a really cool drawing because their hair is like braided together. It's like these two women dancers. I just, I was like, yeah, that's exactly how I think of Gemini. These kind of two halves that are connected somehow, but also wanting to go in opposite directions. Oh, you, that. you helped me. I don't know about that. <laughs> No, you help me with some of my uh, color choices. I try to keep faithful to these color palettes that go with each one. And then uh, Aquarius, I was going for kind of this metallic skin for some reason. I thought it'd be kind of neat. And uh, you were were very nice. And you said, well, you know, she looks like she's dead. Like her skin, (laughs) like she looked like a corpse, which... Could work in another way. Maybe, it could, I, as an Aquarius, kind of atta- detached from emotions, just kind of detached from <laughs> things. They get. I wasn't route. going for the the zombie <laughs> vibe, though. I was going for like you know this kind of this water goddess kind of thing. So I changed it, and I yeah. think it uh, I think it worked better. Warmed her up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I I did like that. Oh yeah. So your shop name, Happy Lovebird. Happylovebird.com takes you to my uh, my Etsy store. Yeah. And sometimes we collaborate. So sometimes I'll post your stuff or you'll 
Thank you very much. Tag me in whatever something. Um, and it's so, um, well, the stuff that you post on that one is so inspirational and kind of in that meditative world that I'm in too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think of that as uh, just trying to be positive, you know, uh, reach out with some nature from time to time and share some uh, quotes that, um, you know, resonate with me. Um, yeah, try to make it kind of a natural, spiritual, uh, motivational, fun place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you do like to give so much positivity back to people. That's a big part of your personality, I think. Have you always been like that as a kid? Like, did you always just want to? Uh, naively optimistic yeah or just a sweet um, kid were you that at all i think so i i think it's just uh um a personality flaw that i have mm-hmm. yeah no that's what i was that's the <laughs> word i was looking for um because when i was a kid i was just crazy I was jumping off couches and busting my head open all the time you you now you I, said you were i right? were i i was just was hyper really? I w- but now you're not now i'm super chill super okay yeah hello yeah, that's what I, right that's what I yeah we met no, totally totally yeah <laughs> i was doing too i was trying not to do any parkour while you were here but i really oh, wanted to I appreciate it yeah i didn't want to scare you <laughs> yes doing some stunts yeah i do my own stunts um yeah because i feel like the sweetness of happy love bird has to come from somewhere intrinsically. And I think um, it would be fun. um, Like I mentioned, if we, I don't know if people use uh, physical calendars anymore, but uh, creating a collaboration. Yeah. I like to write on paper sometimes, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my calendar right here. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like I, I was thinking if we could, you don't take some of the images I made and uh, add some flair to a, like a catalog. You could write, you know, some interesting astrological information on there. We could maybe sell that at a reasonable price. A hundred dollars. A hundred thousand dollars. That's how we're getting rich. Oh man. We'll uh, sell two. I know that. <laughs> maybe for not a hundred thousand dollars. $10. For tens of tens of dollars, yes. if you can get three friends, and those three friends can get three friends, <laughs> and those three, it's not a multi-level marketing scheme, it's, okay? It's a little MLM. It's not a pyramid scheme, but if you can get three friends, and those friends can get their three friends, and those friends. <laughs> Any parting words for everyone, I think, because you work so hard as an artist. Yeah, and it's it's easy to get discouraged. Um, yeah, how do you not? How do you stay on this path? I think it's good to focus on what makes you happy and what you want to do, and then the work will come once you've created some of that work that you want to do, mm-hmm. and to not spend too much time on social media because it's easy to compare yourself to other artists and feel not worthy or that you don't have value but if you you know you go on there and and, and find inspiration but there's a certain point when you got to cut yourself off because it's like well now i'm just sitting here comparing i'm not as good as this person or that Mm -hmm. person but you can get uh, inspired by people but i think 
Yeah, you inspire me so much with your work. When you post stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should draw something. (laughs) (laughs) Like your tiger ballerina. I really like that one. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No reason sometimes and just make something. It's it's fun, you know. Yeah, cool. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I hope I hope some of this is usable. Absolutely not. None of it. I'm gonna just skip it. Yeah. Thanks again for listening, everybody. If you like this podcast, you can give it a good review on whatever platform you're listening to or not. It's fine. Um, Also, I wanted to thank my guest, Rob. You can connect with him at Rob Miller Art or Rob Goblin for his more comic book stuff or Happy Love Bird for meditation and inspirational messaging. Um, But all of his accounts are great to follow and he does some amazing artwork on most of them, all of them. Um, And of course, if you want to connect with me, you can connect on Instagram at Cosmos Connector, Astrology Airheads. You can email me at astrologyairheads.com and find me on the website at cosmosconnector.org or astrologyairheads.com. They both work. They'll both go to my website. Um, Of course, all this information has come from my brain. I'm terribly sorry about that. (laughs) Um, But um, this was recorded in my house in sunny San Diego. And all rights reserved, August 2022. Hope to hear from you all soon. And I'll be back probably next month. I need a break. Um, But I'll be back next month for more astrological ramblings and musings. Okay, thanks everyone. Take care.